0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, Dolphins fans? This is Kyle Krabs, and today is Saturday, March 5th, 2022. We are reacting to the offensive testing performances at the 2022 NFL Combine and how those performances are changing my impressions on some of the prospects I am most dialed in on for your Miami Dolphins. Tap in. Let's get it.
2: You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily
3: Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com here in Indianapolis. Today is my next to last day. Fittingly enough, it's also the next to last day of the 2022 NFL Combine. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day, even when I have to impromptu make you guys wait an extra day for the final episode of the week to come out. Uh, Obviously, this NFL Combine experience is uh, wild and intense, and it's a lot of jumping from one thing to another. So from a logistics standpoint, instead of trying to squeeze in six episodes in a week, I thought it would make sense, and I thought this on Thursday, for us to bring you an offensive recap show that encapsulates both of... The offensive linemen and running backs, which tested on Friday, and the wide receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks, which tested on Thursday. But of course, that meant we just had to wait for episode five this week. Also, I did not forget the merch drawing. We are going to do the merch drawing on the Monday episode for all of those of you who have. Submitted an iTunes review or review the show over the course of the last two weeks. We're going to be picking a winner for a merch giveaway on Monday, I promise. But now we are going to be picking through some NFL Combine results that really grabbed our attention, that we thought were pretty relevant. And we're going to go positionally. We're not going to go uh, chronologically in the order of the testing, which means we're going to look at quarterbacks first, but here's the thing. I look at this quarterback class, and I don't really see a lot of compelling options for the Dolphins. And Mike McDaniel told us in Indianapolis already this past week, they're in the market for a free agent veteran quarterback to serve as the backup. If you're adding in that degree to the quarterback room, and you've also voiced that you are committed to trying to build it up around it to a tongue of Aloha, Guess what?
2: You're probably not drafted a quarterback. It's Dunzo. Kaput. And we're going to act accordingly by kaputting quarterbacks.
0: So let's talk running backs. Uh, some of the top performers uh, at a couple of the tests that I, I like to try to get around or for. I know we had mentioned earlier in the week. We're interested in identifying backs who have mass and change direction skills, um, explosiveness. We don't have all the testing from the backs. For example, we don't have the shuttles just yet, but we do have 40s, we do have bench, we do have verticals, we do have broad jumps, and uh, one of the names that I mentioned earlier in the week, Brees Hall, he blew a lot of this
2: stuff up. Brees ran an official 439. He had a 40 inch vertical. And he was fourth in the broad, tied for third in the broad out with 10 foot six broad jump.
0: And he logged that at 217 pounds. That's going to command your attention if you're looking for a primary ball carrier. Now, uh, Brees, I've always felt as though the biggest questions with Brees were instinctually and vision wise, and he could sell teams on that when he gets them on the whiteboard. But I do think Brees Hall, because of the dynamics of his athletic profile and his production and his size, uh, is a player who's probably going to be in that round two, round three conversation amidst some of these other packs, especially when guys
2: like Kyron Williams break your damn heart, which is exactly what happened uh, this week uh,
0: for the athletic testing. Kyron Williams, running back from Notre Dame, five foot nine, 194 pounds. So he's a smaller back. He's built like Miles Gaskin but he's phenomenal in pass pro. He's one of the best pass pro backs
2: in a long time. And he ran yesterday, and he ran the slowest time of any of the backs who ran a 40. And that, for me,
0: is a hard pill to swallow. And I understand Kyron Williams is... Profile as a player is not going to be defined by running a four-six-five verified 40-yard dash. But this puts him, for me, into a bucket of players that provides a parallel move. And perhaps from an intangibles perspective, you can find an edge or a justification for making a change. But this kind of back... The Dolphins have like four of already. They don't need another one of this kind of back. And I was always skeptical of how Kyron Williams would fit within this kind of system, but he was a player who's super easy to love when you watch him play and you watch his tape and you watch how he approaches playing the position.
2: But that, unfortunately, um, I don't think is going to have a lot of teeth for me at this point.
0: I really struggled to see how, with his stature being what it is, the explosiveness being what it is, this was a questionable scheme fit anyway. But we're probably going to have to close the book, or I'm probably going to have to close the book, on Kyron Williams being a, a, somebody who I would describe as a logical choice and fit for this system. That said, there were two... 210 plus pound backs that showcased themselves very well with how they ran. Jerome Ford, Rashad White. Jerome Ford from Cincinnati 446 verified at 214, 210 pounds. and Rashad White from Arizona State ran a 448 verified at 214 pounds. Those guys with their size. And I think White's probably a better third-down skill set at this point in time. I think he's better in the passing game. Ford is very much the kind of build and running style that I can see making sense and still offering um, a lot of physicality. He's got 319 career carries. So this is not necessarily... Somebody who has showcased he can be a high-volume player, but then again, the 49ers backfields when Mike McDaniel was there didn't just give the keys to the car to one guy, step aside and tell him to go get it. That's That's not how it happened. So I'm not so sure it's a big deal, if we're being completely honest. Football season is over, but basketball season is in full steam. Ahead mode. We are chugging along. And for all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is gonna land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds as well. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts.
2: Oh, by the way, Rashad White also had the third highest vertical jump with a 38-inch vertical.
0: Oh, by the way, Rashad White also had the fifth highest broad jump at 10 feet 5 inches, 3 inches short with the top score. There's a guy, though. Let, let, this will be the last guy we talk about with the backs. Zamir White, nickname is Zeus. Six foot, 214 pounds. This man ran a 4'4 flat with a 10 foot, eight inch broad jump, which is tied for the number one total for backs amongst all backs in the 2022 NFL combine. The quote from Lance Zerline of NFL.com from an, an area scout for an NFC team. About
2: who Zeus is as a player. Unbelievable worker, and he's going to make your team a tougher team.
0: Somebody who has had a couple of significant knee injuries, a couple of ACL tears. Um, But the size, six foot, 214 pounds, 10 foot eight broad. So you see, there's clearly some explosiveness here. Would love to get my hands on whatever additional athletic testing uh, Zamir White participated in. Hopefully, we'll get that this weekend. But that is a name who you you typically associate with the gap power downhill between tackle schemes. But if the athletic profile suggests that he's fluid enough to not just be a downhill hammer, this was once upon a time one of the most highly coveted running back recruits in the country. Let's talk tight ends a little bit. I want to talk about a handful of names here for potential Y tight end. I I don't want to talk about the flex guys that would play the Mike Goseki role. I want to talk about the Hunter Long slash blank role. Because I would not be surprised if if Adam Shaheen there's a transition away from, if they want to save money in that room, and if Durham Smythe is not brought back, you're gonna have Hunter Long, but you're also gonna have
2: room on the menu for another player. Greg Dulcich,
0: I think, is my guy. Tight end UCLA. uh, Good athlete. Really good athlete. Ran in the four sixes for his 40 time. He's 6'4", 243 pounds. He was at the Senior Bowl at 250. Uh, 469, verified 40-yard dash. Had a three cone drill that was just short of seven seconds. So he's got some strong change of direction skills. He was over 10 feet in the broad. He's the Pac 12 leading receiver amongst tight ends for each last year's averages 17.6 yards per catch for his
2: career. There's a good amount to like here. And he's not overly polished as a blocker but
0: he played in an offense at UCLA for Chip Kelly that pounded the rock quite a bit so Dulcich as someone who I think has probably played him or played the draft process into the top 100 picks so that third round pick for Miami might be a sweet spot if They fill out the rest of the needs on the roster where they feel like they want to remold or reshape that group. But you can't talk about tight ends without getting into a conversation about Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods is 6'7, 260 pounds. He's got over 34 inch arms. He's got a massive catch radius. By the way, he also threw a 24 on the bench and he ran a 4. 6-1.
2: Massive catch radius. 4-6. Flat.
0: Jelani Woods from Virginia went out to the uh, Shrine Bowl. He was one of the best players in performance at the game. And now he's come to the NFL Combine. The second fastest 40 time is a guy who's 260 pounds, capable physically of playing with his hand in the dirt. I think he's going to be a day three guy. If he gets outside of, of, of the fourth round and, and above that, if teams are looking to draft him on day two, I'd probably let somebody else do it and move on with my life and come back to that position later down the road. But if you get this guy on round three, he's got receiving potential in the red zone for days. Uh, he is a big bodied guy, but he's showcased. He has good athleticism, uh, plus reviews for him as a, a character. He's a former quarterbacks who transitioned to play tight end, there's a lot to like with Jelani Woods. So I would call out those two names as guys who certainly have my interest. Speaking of guys who certainly have my interest, I'm looking at you, effectively every wide receiver on the board. This is one of the fastest wide receiver groups I can remember in a really long time. The following players ran at least in the 4-3-9 and better range. Chris Olave, Ohio State. Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Christian Watson, North Dakota State. Bo Melton, Rutgers. Danny Gray, SMU. Calvin Austin, Memphis. Vellis Jones, Tennessee. Tyquan Thornton, Baylor. A lot of speed and a lot of different body types. And I think that's the thing that excites me the most. Christian Watson is six foot five, 208 pounds. He was 211 at the Senior Bowl. And he ran 4.36 with a 38 and a half inch vert and had an 11.4 in the broad.
2: Massive heightweight speed kid. Crushed at the Senior Bowl. I thought he was the best receiver at the Senior Bowl. The
0: quote, courtesy of Lance NFL.com profile, draft profile from a scout for an AFC team. I love the kid. He's going to be great in the locker room and works his tail off every day. This might be, he might not be on the board at 50 anymore. Because he's a height, weight, speed kid. The comparisons from an athletic profile perspective, and it's not fair to do so, are going to start to come as it pertains to D.K. Metcalf at that size with that speed. 6'4 plus at mid 4'3s. And Metcalf obviously fell to 64. Some of that was because of some medical stuff and uh, he had a neck injury and he suffered that his last year. Christian Watson's not dealing with that. And I understand Christian Watson's in a crowded wide receiver room, but, oh, well, earmark him at 50. If he goes before 50, like we talked about with Jelani Woods, I'll move on with my day. I'll have peace of mind,
2: and I won't feel too bad about that. But this dude is acing every step of the way, acing the draft process. I'm going to hand it to Garrett Wilson, too.
0: Uh, he came in at six foot, 183 pounds, which was a little smaller than I was expecting to see that, that Garrett weighed in at. But he ran a 4.38, 36 in the vert, 10.3 in the broad. His short shuttle was a
2: 4.36. That 4.38 is a lot better number than I was expecting. A lot better than I was expecting. But he is what his his testing says he is. Um, I will have to go back to some open
0: field opportunities for Garrett and watch him execute in those opportunities to see if there's any context clues as to why I initially felt besides his track background as a high school athlete, and I know I watched him. Uh, against Penn State, get run down in the open field. Well, now I know what Garrett Wilson presumably runs. Let me go back and look at the player who ran him down and see what he's supposed to run. I can do that, that's fine, but we talked about Garrett Wilson. I, I, I think with Garrett Wilson, the expectations for him uh, now running a 438, I don't think he's going to be there for Miami. I think he's going to be one of those back, those receivers that goes earlier. Chris Olave might hang around 4-3-9. I think the challenge with Chris is right now his best skill set is a skill set that I don't know how much it really boosts what the Dolphins are trying to do unless they want to try to replicate the Will Fuller role that somebody felt was how they wanted to proceed uh, last offseason when they were building their wide receiver room. How about Sky Moore from Western Michigan? This is another player for me that would be in play at 50. 5'10, uh, 195 pounds, 441 in the 40, 105 in the broad, 34 and a half in the vert. So fair to above average numbers for the jumps.
2: Seven, one, three, three cone, four three two short shuttle. Okay. That's fair. He's probably a slot guy,
0: predominantly a slot guy, but he does have some really nice releases getting off the line of scrimmage. I thought that they popped really well. So, Sky Moore is somebody who, as another name for in that pick 50 range, I thought really did himself some favors. You can do yourself some favors by picking up some built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These are absolutely, positively delicious. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. And right now, you can visit built.com. Use promo code locked15. You could save 15% off your next order. That is built.com, promo code locked15, to
2: save 15% on your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. I had to uh, chuckle. I. I Got to give a shout out to uh dear
0: friend of the show and godfather of Locked On Dolphins, Travis Wingfield. Uh, because we I've, I've obviously been very, very busy with Draft Network programming uh, during this past week in Indianapolis. We've got our whole team out here. We've we got an Airbnb where we're filming. We're doing a lot of great video content. But that means like... We have some of our team that's responsible for going to the pressers and podium availabilities, and then some of us are more so on this mission to get as much compelling conversation and video content created as possible. So it's kind of a divide-and-conquer type approach. Travis has been killing me all week <laughs> because I have, he has not run into me on uh, the radio row. Well, he ran into me yesterday on Radio Robe, and uh, we got a chance to talk ball for a little bit. So, uh, Travis, I love you, buddy. I hope you're well. Uh, sorry for making you wait all week, but uh, I'm glad we could catch up and glad we got a couple photos of us talking ball so everybody could sit here and speculate on uh, the, the finer details. But let's finish up with these
2: offensive linemen real quick, which is not what Travis and I talked about. This could go on for days. This could really
0: go on for days. So, what I want to do is, I want to identify one player at tackle, guard, and center that I thought helped themselves the most and could be a realistic option for the Dolphins. So, for offensive tackle, I'm of course going to break my own rule immediately and double dip. But two guys who I think are probably day three picks. Matt Waletzko from North Dakota. Six foot eight, 312 pounds, 503 in the 40-yard dash. He was 9'5 in the broad jump. That's really good, and he's got over 35-inch arms.
2: 36-inch arms, excuse me. A lot of length. A lot of size.
0: Adequate mobility. To slide and play, and I thought he did an amazing job at the Senior Bowl. Well, now he comes in, and he's 6'8", 3'12", and he's running a five, nearly a five flat. You, sir, have my attention. Developmental tackles. It's the only way I'm advocating drafting tackles, and the only way I'm advocating drafting tackles is if you're drafting the ranges in which you are at ad-
2: securing developmental players, a.k.a. day three. Dare Rosenthal from Kentucky is another
0: one. Uh, he ran a 4.88. He had the fastest time of any offensive tackle here. Uh, I had talked about Dare Rosenthal being the most impressive, one of the most impressive athletes that I had seen at the offensive tackle position in the last couple of years. Well, 4.88 in a 40-yard dash as an offensive tackle prospect is certainly going to get a chew call out for that. But that, uh, these
2: again, those are two... Day three targets at center. I have a name.
0: And uh, this is a guy who we haven't talked too much about. Cam Jurgens from Nebraska. Six foot three, 303 pounds early declaration for the draft this year. He put up 25 bench rep, press reps and he ran a four nine two in the 40 yard dash. Take Everything that applies to Tyler Linderbaum, scale it down to a B-plus version, and that is Cam Jurgens. This is the tale as old as time when you get into the draft, and it's, yeah, you can draft Tyler Linderbaum in the top 20, presumably, or you can wait two rounds and draft Cam Jurgens two rounds later, and get a more premium position early with that top 20 pick. What do you want to do? And I think when you watch Jurgens and his athleticism on tape, it's very clear he's got the athleticism that teams love
2: for this wide zone style system. And over at guard, shouting out Dylan Parham. University of Memphis. His
0: shuttles weren't great. His change of direction skills weren't great. But you know what? I still look at Lakin Tomlinson and the success that he had in this 49ers offense, and he's not a player from an athletic profile perspective I necessarily would have associated with good agilities either. He ran a 4.93 at 311 pounds. I expected he would have put up a bunch of bench press reps if he did punch up, put up a bunch of pre- bench press reps. He did not bench. And again, the NFL.com player profiles a quote from Lance Zerline's report. He's small, but is really proportional, big bone frame, so not worried about how he's going to match up against guys in the league. He's smart and knows how to play. We like those kinds of guys, guys who know how to play. And, oh, by the way, he's bigger at 311 by about 30 pounds than what he was listed at on the Memphis roster.
2: That's a day two consideration for an interior offensive lineman. There's a lot of information we're going to continue to get into,
0: but uh, I thought this was the good primer. I want to get this out first thing in the morning on Saturday so you guys can tune in. uh, Start your weekends off right. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to Locked On Dolphins. I'm Kyle Krabs. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Make it a good one. I'll talk to you guys on Monday to talk uh, defensive testing. Fins up.